Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Got one of these stories that we may never know the answers to, and that depresses me. I'd love to know more about this story, but I think all we might learn is what's in this story itself. And you'll understand why in a second. The headline says, 13-year-old girl leads Nebraska troopers on a 100-mile-per-hour car chase with 11-year-old boy in the passenger seat. Beth sent it to me from CBS News. And here's the thing, because of their ages... A lot of this story will not be made public. And, and again, I'm not saying that we should change the laws out of you know, trying to solve my curiosity, but I, <laughs> I am quite curious as to what's going on here, and we might never find out. So here we go. Uh, Emily May Chikor wrote this for CBS News. A 13-year-old girl led state troopers on a high-speed car chase through central Nebraska recently, at times topping 100 miles per hour, during a pursuit that lasted roughly 15 minutes, according to authorities. Speeds exceeding 100. The driver, a girl from Colorado, was eventually taken into protective custody along with the vehicle's only passenger, an 11-year-old boy. We don't know if they're related or how they're related. Are they friends? Are they boyfriend, girlfriend? If so, it's an older woman. Uh, On the other hand, are they brother, sister? We don't know. We don't know. We may never find out. Troopers responded to the incident with help from the Buffalo County Sheriff's Office and Shelton Police Department. That's according to the agency's news release issued after both children were successfully stopped while traveling down an interstate highway. Chase occurred after about 9.30 p.m. when a Nebraska trooper spotted a Nissan Pathfinder driving east on I-80 at about 35 miles per hour. Now, I think that's under the speed limit. And so that'll draw someone's attention if you're driving remarkably low, below the speed limit, unless, of course, the weather conditions require it, but I'm thinking that's what happened. The trooper attempted to initiate a traffic stop near the south-central city of Kearney before the Pathfinder allegedly sped up and fled. So there's an issue there. And the question I have is, I'm just curious, did the officer recognize that the child who's driving the vehicle was, in fact, a child? Uh, I'm not saying that you have to just let them go because they're children. But I'm just curious. I'm curious because it may have affected how you'd handle the chase. Um, The vehicle reached speeds exceeding 100 as it fled eastbound on I-80. Another trooper was able to successfully deploy stop sticks at mile marker 288 to slow the vehicle. Suspect vehicle then exited I-80 at the Shelton Interchange and began traveling northbound at slower speeds. (laughs) Well, stop sticks, if I'm thinking of the right thing here, is where they throw something across the road that's got spikes on it, and um, they will flatten your tires. And if that's what they did here, uh, the vehicle would probably be harder to maintain speed with. Uh, But again, don't know if they got all four tires or whatever. Uh, Another trooper was ultimately able to perform a tactical maneuver that forced the Pathfinder to stop and proceeded to take both the young girl and the boy into protective custody without further incident. Now, that's the question. Like I said, they performed some kind of tactical maneuver. We've seen it before where they've actually flipped vehicles to get them to stop. Uh, I've also seen it before where they've basically run somebody off the road and then boxed them in to force them to stop. And I don't know what the tactical maneuver was here. I'm also not sure about the driving skills of a 13-year-old and how good they'd be at evading police who are you know, trying to get them to stop. Uh, Troopers then found a weapon, a small amount of marijuana, and drug paraphernalia inside the car, according to the agency. And then again, the question is, does that belong to the kids? Or did the kids put that in the car? Or was that already in the car? And by the way, whose car was it? 
Again, questions I would like to know the answers to, but may never learn. I-80 runs horizontally through central Nebraska. Which I think most roads do run horizontally. <laughs> but I assume they mean when looking at a map. Starting just over the state's western border in Wyoming and running east to Omaha, which of course allows us to recall the long and lonesome highway east of Omaha. Okay, <laughs> sorry, got lost in thought there. At one juncture, the road dips south near the northeastern corner of Colorado and briefly intersects with another interstate highway that begins there. According to the Nebraska Department of Motor Vehicles, in case you're curious, prospective drivers are not eligible to apply for a learner's permit until at least 60 days before they turn 15. So in Nebraska, you got to be at least 14 to get a learner's permit, which means 13. There's no legal way that you can be driving that vehicle. Uh, and uh, you have to also be driving with the learner's permit at the proper age with someone in the vehicle who's a licensed driver and at least 21 years old. Similar rules apply in Colorado, where teenagers can get a permit at about 15 and must be accompanied by a licensed driver who is at least 21 for one year before becoming eligible for a license. So there's no chance in Colorado or Nebraska <laughs> that these kids could have been licensed to drive this vehicle. And so now I'm sure you know that children who commit crimes are treated differently than adults are. Don't get me wrong. If you are 16 years old and you commit a crime, you might get tried as an adult. 14 years old. Some states, you can get tried as an adult. But usually they look at what the crime is, how serious the crime is, and so on. And so here we have, obviously, unlicensed driver. Okay, that right there is a, a violation of the law. Unlicensed driver. Then, failing to stop for the police is also a crime. And then, fleeing and eluding and trying to escape from the police is also a crime. Speeding at over 100 miles per hour is certainly speeding uh, and probably reckless driving uh, that, that can be counted as. And by the way, several of these are usually misdemeanors, okay? And so all of those things would be potentially crimes if this plays out this way in court. But of course, the fact that it's a 13-year-old who's behind the wheel means that a lot of this will probably get resolved in juvenile court. And in juvenile court, they don't publicize the what you know what's happening, and the hearings generally aren't that public either. Uh, and also because they're underage, they don't give their names. So we will probably never find out any of these questions that I have, and I assume that you have also, that you're wondering, like I said, who's, whose vehicle was it? And what's the relationship between the kids? Is it brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, or is it just, you know... Uh, a neighbor kid? I, you know, I'm, I'm curious about that. <laughs> Fascinated by this. I think back when I was 11 years old, you know, if, if a 13-year-old girl had said, here, jump in the car, let's go for a ride. I, I think I probably would have said no to that. But then again, you know, I don't have any sisters, you know, so if it's a brother or sister, that might be different. And then, of course, what's the relationship of the girl to the car? Is the car her dad's car, her mom's car, uh, her older brother's car? Or is it a neighbor's car that had the keys in it? You know, And so these are all more questions because obviously if you just go for failing to stop and speeding and reckless, that's assuming 
that there's not a problem with how she got herself into the car. And then, of course, there's a question with the stuff they found in the car that would get anybody in trouble, potentially. (laughs) So, like I said, lots of questions for which I have no answers and which we will probably never hear the answers to. And that saddens me. Because, you know, I've mentioned before, there are a few things, a few things in my life (laughs) where I look back and go, you know, I don't know what happened there. I wish I did. And someday I hope to find out. And I've actually had things figured out years later where somebody said, oh, I know what happened there. And they tell me or they explain it to me or I tell them a story and they go, have you thought about this? I hadn't thought of that. But here we may never find out. Why a 13-year-old girl was leading Nebraska troopers on a 100-mile-per-hour car chase with the 11-year-old boy in the passenger seat? And that's the question. Was she just taking off when the cops got behind her because she's like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for driving this car? Or or was she thinking, you know, I'm going to get in trouble for what's in the car? And and then now we have more questions for which we won't ever ever have answers. So... The uh, troopers did issue the press release and tell the story, but they very carefully, like I said, left out the names and any identifying information. So even if journalists were to go start poking around, um, there's not enough here for them to figure that out. But it's it's one for the ages, age 13 and 11. <laughs> but Beth, thanks for sending it. From CBS News, Emily May Chikor wrote that. 13-year-old girl leads Nebraska troopers on 100-mile-per-hour car chase with 11-year-old boy in the passenger seat. And by the way, just a program note, this is the second time I've shot this video. And you might see my eyes darting up like that every now and then because the camera I'm looking at has a red light that indicates it is, in fact, recording me as I'm speaking right now. And I shot a video, and I took the card and put it in the computer to edit it, and there's nothing there but 48 seconds at the beginning of a video and it appears to just stop for no reason. So I don't even know. This might not be recording for all I know. But if you see me talking, it must have recorded. So there's a mind bender for you. Questions or comments, put them below. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It's your road and yours alone. Others may walk it with you, but no one can walk it for you.